fair use notice. This channel may make use of copyrighted material, the use of which has not always been specifically authorized by the copyright owner. This constitutes a fair use of any such copyrighted material as provided for in Section 107 of the U.S. Copyright Law. In accordance with Title 17 U.S.C. Section 107, the material on this channel is offered publicly and without profit to the public users of the Internet for comment and nonprofit educational and informational purposes. Copyright Disclaimer Under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976, allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted. No copyrights is or are claimed. The content is broadcasted for study, research, and educational purposes. The broadcaster gains no profit from broadcasted content, so it falls under fair use guidelines, www.copyright.gov forward slash FLS forward slash FL102.html. And we'll be right back. Hello, my lovely loyal listeners. It's Magic Monday. (coughs) It's Monday, you guys. And it is November the 8th, 2021. And on this episode of As the Massage Shape Turns, we are going to continue on down the emotional road. Now, we have come off of this side road that we just went down and we're back just driving down the road so guess what I don't know where the hell what road we're gonna turn up in and what driveway we're gonna end up in today but wherever we end up I appreciate you coming along with me for the ride (laughs) guess what you guys we're getting close to 100 episodes we're not there yet but one episode at a time and we'll be right back I love you for listening It's time for Dictionary Definition of the Day. Today's Dictionary Definition Word of the Day, brought to you by Oxford Languages, is surrender. It's a verb 
which means cease resistance to an enemy or opponent and submit to their authority. It is also a noun, the act of surrendering. Surrender, and we'll be right back. Right, my lovely loyal listeners, we are back and we are on the website purposefairy.com. And this article is entitled How to Let Go of People Who No Longer Need or Want to Be in Your Life. And it's by Luminita D. Savage. Savage. Anyway, to let go of people who no longer need or want to be in your life is to honor yourself and surrender to the natural flow of life. You let go of someone not because you no longer care, not because you no longer need and want them in your life, but because you understand that they will be happier someplace else. You will be happy someplace else. Luminita de Salvage. Let go. One of the hardest things in life is to let go of the people we love the most. We hold on to those close to us so tightly, fearing that without them we will be nothing. Fearing that without them the love we feel in our hearts will be lost forever. Our attachments to the people in our lives interfere with the love we have for them, taking away from the purity and the beauty love has to offer. How to let go of people who no longer need or want to be in your life. Love allows your beloved the freedom to be unlike you. Attachment asks for conformity to your needs and desires. Love imposes no demands. Attachment expresses an overwhelming demand. Make me feel whole. Love expands beyond the limits of two people. Attachment tries to exclude everything but two people. Deepak Chopra Letting go doesn't have to be hard. In fact, it becomes easier and easier as we learn to accept, appreciate, and love ourselves for who we are and for who we are not. By releasing and letting go of our unhealthy attachments, we return to a place of peace and tranquility. And from that place, our love will liberate not only ourselves, but also those around us. Love liberates. It doesn't just hold. That's ego. Love liberates. It doesn't bind. Love says, I love you. I love you if you're in China. I love you if you're across town. I love you if you're in Harlem. I love you. I would like to be near you. I'd like to have your arms around me. I'd like to hear your voice in my ear. But that's not possible now. So I love you. Go. 
Maya Angelou. There comes a time in our lives when we have to do what's right. A time when we are asked to honor not only ourselves, but also the people around us. And we do this by letting go of people who no longer need or want to be in our lives. We let go of people not because we are weak, but because we are mature enough to realize that it's the relationship we are releasing and not the love we have in our heart for the other person. Let's go of the past. If you love someone and if you feel it in your heart that you need to let them go, if it's required to let go, it will be wise to do it. It might hurt at first, but once the pain is gone, you will feel more alive than you have ever felt. And you will start to see things from a totally different perspective. From that place, you will understand better than ever that letting go is a sign of strength, courage, and great love, and not a sign of weakness or lack of love. You let go of people not because you no longer care, not because you no longer need and want them in your life, but because you understand that they will be happier someplace else, you will be happier someplace else. That this is what true love is all about. Real love transcends the material plane. And no matter if your bodies are apart, your souls will forever be connected. There is no need to fear, no need to worry, and no need to hold yourself or anyone else hostage to love. Always remember that love liberates. It doesn't just hold. That's ego. Love liberates. Some birds are not meant to be caged. That's all. Their feathers are too bright. Their songs too sweet and wild. So you let them go. Or when you open the cage to feed them, they somehow fly out past you. And the part of you that knows it was wrong to imprison them in the first place rejoices. But still... The place where you live is that much more drab and empty for their departure. Stephen King The path to letting go of people who no longer need or want to be in your life. Letting go of people who no longer need or want to be in our lives starts with an intention to do so. We let go because we have learned to honor not only ourselves and our truth, but everyone around us also. We let go because we know that we have no right to interfere with anyone's path in life, nor are we entitled to claim or act as though people belong to us. Learn to love yourself. Learn to be good to yourself, for in doing so, you will know how to be truly good and loving towards others. Change the thoughts you think and the words you speak. Purify your internal dialogue. Learn to talk to and about yourself in the same way you would talk to and about those you love the most. Spend time alone. Pray. Meditate. 
Seek to connect with the part of you that transcends space and time. The part of you that is unlimited and eternal. Take a walk outside as often as possible and learn to explore nature with your senses. Write about your thoughts and feelings. Do something you're passionate about. Go out with your friends. Laugh. Dance. Be silly. Be weird. Be playful and childlike. Do all the things that bring you joy and laughter. Treat yourself with kindness, love, and compassion. And learn to express your gratitude for the many gifts life offered you up until this moment. Take your focus away from those things that cause you to feel so much pain, stress, anxiety, fear, and unhappiness. And place it onto those things that make your heart sing. Onto those things that make you feel joyful and alive. For in doing all of these wonderful things and many others, you will learn the power of loving everything and being attached to nothing. Find ways to be at peace with yourself and letting go will become second nature. Let go of people who no longer want to be in your life. Let go and trust. Let go and trust that maybe life has better plans for you. Go with the natural flow of life, not against it. And liberate everyone, yourself including, from the bonds of those many fearful and unhealthy attachments. Why hold on to something good when life wants you to have something better? And this is how to let go of people who no longer need or want to be in your life. May these words inspire and empower you to find the inner strength, courage, and confidence to free yourself from all that is not love so that you can experience what true love is really all about. Okay? And that's Love Luminita. And that's the end of that article from PurposeFairy.com. How to let go of people who no longer need or want to be in your life. And we'll be right back after this brief pause for the cause. I love you for listening. All right, my lovely loyal listeners, we are back and we are remaining on the website PurposeFairy.com and this article is entitled Letters from Your Soul on Criticism and How Powerful It Can Be in Your Life. And it was written by Luminita D. Savage on Criticism. Dear One, The world will tell you that those who praise you are your friends and those who criticize you aren't. But I tell you that the ones who criticize and despise you are the ones who will help your soul the most. Why? Because they will help you draw near to your soul 
to seek love, safety, and comfort. And when you are close to your soul, you are close to your truth and close to all that life created you to be. And that's where you belong. That's where your light, strength, and power comes from. So don't get upset when people come at you with nasty things because the soul needs them. You need them. Whether people love you or hate you, it has absolutely nothing to do with you. It's all about them. The things they see in you are mirroring back at them what's already within them. Why take it personally? Luminita D. Savage. The final proof of greatness lies in being able to endure criticism without resentment. Albert Hubbard. Praises boost the ego, taking you high off the ground and causing you to feel more special than your fellow humans. And that's when pride is born. Pride separates you from those around you. It causes you to think you are better than others. And when that happens, you look down on people, failing to realize that what you do to one is what you do to all. And by looking down on others, others will look down on you. So if criticism comes your way, it's because you need it. Criticism will humble you. It will cause you to reflect and it will bring you with your two feet back on the ground, back where you belong. And you need that. Never, never mistake the state in which you have fallen with your value as a human being. I'm going to repeat that. Never, never mistake the state in which you have fallen with your value as a human being. And that's by Luminita. I know this might hurt a bit, but you aren't special. In fact, the word special was created by the ego. The ego needs these type of words in order to feel superior and more valuable than others. But the soul has no use for it because it knows that we were all created the same and who we are underneath it all has the same essence, same value, and same worth. Criticism. So don't hide from criticism. Don't run away from it because criticism will help chip away all that is false, all that keeps you from experiencing the truth of who you are, and all that keeps you from being united with me, your soul. Okay? And that, you guys, was by Luminita D. Savic. It's S-A-V-I-U-C. I don't want to butcher it any further, but I'm going to read her bio right quick. Luminita is the founder and editor of in chief of 
PurposeFairy.com and also the author of 15 Things You Should Give Up to Be Happy, An Inspiring Guide to Discovering Effortless Joy. For more details about the 15 Things You Should Give Up to Be Happy book, read more. All right. Now, there's some other articles here, but we're not going to be reading them because this is as the massage tip turns. And we want to thank you, Ms. Luminita, for your contribution of letters from your soul on criticism and how powerful it can be in your life. And we will be right back after this brief pause for the cause. I love you for listening. All right, my lovely loyal listeners, our last article of today on PurposeFairy.com. It's entitled, How to No Longer Take Things Personally, written by Luminita D. Soviet. All right. To take things personally is to continue to perceive yourself as a victim and the world as your abuser. But you, my friend, are not a victim and the world is not your abuser. How to no longer take things personally. If you are ready to learn how to no longer take things personally and enjoy a life of peace, joy, and contentment, This list of 10 things will help you move in that direction. Number one, don't take things personally. It's not about you. It's about them. But it is not what I am saying that is hurting you. It is that you have wounds that I touch by what I have said. You are hurting yourself. There is no way I can take this personally. Don Miguel Ruiz. You have to understand that most people are very unconscious of their own unconsciousness, projecting their own darkness, pain, and internal struggles onto others and thinking that other people are always the source of their distress. But their words don't describe you or the people they are attacking. Rather, they reveal the pain, the suffering, the darkness, and the many wounds that are present within themselves. How could you take things personally? You are not the problem. What's on the outside is not the problem, but rather what's on the inside. What's inside their own hearts It is what really troubles them. Number two, don't give it too much attention. People tend to be generous when sharing their nonsense, fear, and ignorance. And while they seem quite eager to feed you their negativity, please remember that sometimes the diet we need to be on is a spiritual and emotional one. Be cautious with what you feed your mind and soul. Fuel yourself with positivity and let that fuel propel you into positive action. 
Steve Maraboli. Since thoughts have power, creative power, it's very important not to dwell on the negativity other people try to direct your way. For those, for these toxic things have the power to poison your heart, mind, body, and your whole life. And you don't want that. Number three, don't take things personally. Just be yourself. Be who you are and say what you feel because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. Bernard Baruch. Baruch. People say and do a lot of crazy things and most of them have nothing to do with you. So why take things personally? Never make other people's opinions of you more important than your own opinion of yourself. Stay true to who life created you to be and remind yourself as often as possible that your job here on earth is to walk your path and live in alignment with your purpose. And if certain people have a problem with that, that's their problem, not yours. Number four, what other people think of you is none of your business. In the Tai Chi Ching, this incredible book that was written more than 2,500 years ago, many people consider the Tai Teaching, the wisest book ever written, or it might be Tao Teaching, the wisest book ever written. There is a great line that goes like this. Care about people's approval and you will be their prisoner. Lao Tzu. The truth of the matter is that once you care what other people think of you, Chasing their validation and approval and going out of your way to be seen and loved by them, you immediately become their prisoner. Don't allow anyone to put you in that position. Remind yourself constantly that what people think of you is none of your business and that their words, actions, and behaviors have little or nothing to do with you but a lot to do with who they they themselves are. Don't take anything personally. Nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality, their own dream. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. Don Miguel Ruiz. Number five, don't take things personally. It's not worth your time and energy. It's incredible how much time and energy we are willing to waste trying to understand why certain people don't like us. Instead of focusing our precious time and energy 
on to those people who love and cherish us. And instead of feeding our hearts and souls with the love and kindness we truly deserve, we choose to dwell on the negativity of those who don't like us. Failing to realize that by doing so, not only are we wasting our precious time and energy, but we are also poisoning our lives and the lives of those we love. It's just not worth it. Number six, don't take things personally. People give what they have in their hearts to give. I really believe that we are all born with this innate need to give, to offer to those around us that which we have in our hearts to offer. The people who are at peace and whose hearts are filled with love, kindness, and compassion give love to everyone they come in contact with. They give love, laughter, peace, and happiness. While those people who are in distress, whose hearts are wounded because of the many challenges, trials, and painful experiences they have gone through, they give fear, pain, and a lot of negativity. That's why they have to offer, that's what they have to offer at the moment. People give that which they have in their hearts to give. Nothing less and nothing more. With that being said, can anyone be justified in responding with anger to a brother's plea for help? No response can be appropriate except the willingness to give it to him. For this and only this is what he is asking for. ACIM. Number seven. Don't take things personally. Never confuse the behavior with the person. We all know that children are born pure and innocent and that all they have to offer is their unfailing love. But as they grow older and as they start experiencing life through the filters of the many beliefs and limitations they adopt from those around them, their innocence starts to fade. In the beginning, we all looked at life with eyes of love, welcoming everything and everyone in our pure and loving hearts. But as we grew older, we learned that it was unsafe to live this way. We learned that it was unsafe to trust and offer our love to everyone. Thus, we began to hide. And the love we once held in our pure and innocent hearts was slowly but surely replaced by fear. Fear of being hurt, fear of being abandoned, fear of being rejected, fear of being left out, fear of being seen, and so on. And unfortunately, this fear is now governing the hearts of so many people who walk this earth. We are all afraid of something. And we'll be right back. Number seven, don't take things personally. Never confuse the behavior with the person. We are all afraid of something. And when you are afraid, you act in ways that are harmful, not only to yourself, but everyone around you. And it's important to remind yourself constantly that the behavior does not define the person and that underneath it all, we are all pure beings who are starving for love. 
don't take things personally. Number eight, don't take things personally. Guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Proverbs 4, 23. No matter what anyone says or does, wait, no matter what anyone might say or do to you, and no matter how tempted you might be to go down at their level and swim in the same darkness that they're swimming, do your best not to. Don't let other people's darkness become your own. Don't let their hate fear and insecurity contaminate your heart and damage your whole life hold your ground stay calm and keep your heart free from evil number nine don't take things personally let love forgive fear condemns and love forgives forgiveness thus undoes what fear has produced. ACIM. The ACIM. I don't know what that. Y'all. You know, I'm about to look it up later. Anyway. To condemn is easy. Anyone can do that. But to forgive is a real challenge. A challenge only the strongest of people are willing to take. Let love forgive. Untie the knots of resentment. Let love liberate you from the chains of fear, anger, and darkness. And open yourself to the infinite reservoir of love present in your heart. And share that love with those who are too poor to give anything other than pain. Number 10. Don't take things personally. Set peace of mind as your highest goal. (coughs) Excuse me. Dedicate yourself to the good you deserve and desire for yourself. Give yourself peace of mind. You deserve to be happy. You deserve delight. Mark Victor Hansen. Whenever you are faced with a difficult person or an uncomfortable situation, take a few deep breaths and ask yourself, how can I communicate with this person in a way that will make me better, not bitter? How can I handle this situation in a way that will not disturb my inner peace? Set peace of mind as your highest goal in life and let nothing and no one interfere with this precious goal and there and these and these are the 10 things you can do to no longer take things personally i hope you will commit to each of them and i hope you will allow them to teach you how to live in peace and harmony with yourself and everyone around you. How not to take things personally. Love, Luminita. Why do you think it's so challenging for people not to take things personally? 
You can share your insights in the comment section below. Well, we're not going to be doing that because that, you guys, is the end of that article. How to no longer take things personally. And that is on the website, PurposeFairy.com. And it was written by Luminita D. Sovich. I'm tearing up her name, but anyway, I appreciate her contribution to this episode of As the Massage Table Turns. And I just want to say, you know the rules. Don't let nobody take you off the square because there's nobody that compares to you but you. And as you can see in my article, a lot of what I'm saying makes sense. All right. I love you for listening. You take it easy, and we'll see you on the next episode of As the Massage Table Turns. Have a good one.